Can you stop answering him? Let's go. Talking to the microphone? I am talking into the microphone. Welcome to this, the 17th episode of the Imprenticast, another sports podcast brought to you as always by MGA Traffic, doing some terrific work down in Torquay shortly. Going to give us anything for that one, Fab? Zero. Zero, wow. MGA Traffic Managing Director Fabian Guadagnolo. Not the Managing Director, but you keep saying that, but... MGA Traffic Lackey Fabian Guadagnolo <laughs> is with us as always. Hello, Fabian. You're very testy tonight. No, I'm, I'm flying, Sean. I'm bonus editor. Your voice doesn't give me the impression you're flying. It gives me the impression you're testy. You're aggravated. You've pissed me off for about an hour, so... You've pissed me off for about five years. It's been longer than that, believe it or not. <laughs> And Tim Davis, Tim Davis, how are you going? Uh, I'm really well, thank you, Sean. How how are you? Yeah, I'm well. I'm good. Um, I suppose we can start with Coach Davis. Coach Davis, uh, as we said, this was always going to be a week of change. Mm -hmm. So announcement has been made that um, we are now um, in the under-11 red division. We'll be kicking off our under-11s campaign at Park Orchards at 11.30 on Sunday morning. When do you play Carlton? When do we play Carlton? (laughs) Um, I would love to have told you that we completed, finished off our under-12s 4A with a win. You did not, did you? But we did not. Give Um, us the damage. We went in at three-quarter time with a two-goal lead. Jesus. Ooh. Sounds and familiar. See, and you couldn't go back to the well. Sounds familiar. And um, and we were playing Ash Burton, who didn't really have a lot of depth, but they had about four or five players who were, pr- who were reasonable, pretty good. They had heart. They, they had moxie. Uh, not really. They didn't even have that, and they still beat you. Jesus. But um, we, just, we will continue to rotate our players, and in the end... They've just turned around. They've just stacked. They've put their five best players in and around the ball and forward and all that sort of stuff. Good and, decision. Uh, yeah, and I thought afterwards. I thought, should I have been doing that? Should should I have just sort of you know invested everything in trying to get the win? I think at this stage of your career, Tim, you need a win. Well, I just sort of thought it was more about the kids and the wider development, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to hide kids away where they weren't going to impact the game, um, which is what these guys sort of did. Mm-hmm. <coughs> But they kicked five goals to one in the final quarter, got up one by two goals. But the team, this team... You know what kids like doing, Tim? Winning. They like singing the song. Well, it was actually funny. I spoke <laughs> to one of the boys last night and I said to him, I said, Tommy... Um, he said, my name's Jake. <laughs> it's funny, his dad's name's Jake. Um, but he, he said, um, I said, do you, know, do you know the words to the song? And he goes, oh, I think so. Because we don't sing it. Last year we were singing it. Um, even in a loss. Even when we'd lose. And, and just the first thing I did taking over as coach, I just sort of said, no, this just doesn't everyone sit right with me. Everyone gets a McDonald's award. Yeah, everyone gets yeah. a so I, No, yeah. I just sort of said, no, no, no. It's, this is for the special occasion. The only problem is these boys didn't win a game last year. So you sit there and you're going, if you only sing it when you win and we're not winning, they aren't doing a lot of singing. So You've got to earn the right to sing the song. I, I do believe that we do need to earn the right. So fingers are crossed. Um, we'll rely on more than luck, but um, I'm looking forward to the challenges of Sunday, and I look forward to telling you a different story next week. Fingers crossed. I look forward to hearing a different story because <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of being surrounded by the stories of loss and woe. Speaking of which, Fabian, do you want to lead us into Carlton's latest efforts? I'm to lead us into anything, Fabian. You got a lift, mate. You got a lift. I'm up and about, mate. Sounds like you're running the bars. You got the toaster sitting next to you because you, you fuck, mate. <laughs> Tim. Give us something. Come on. Yeah. Take control, Carlton. I, I generally don't like to attack Tim, but you sit here and you giggle. 
when you know that the man to my left is the biggest Johnny fucking rain cloud going around when it comes to the plight of the Carlton Football Club. I'm laughing at him because I cannot believe... Um, I, I completely accept that you just don't want to follow the herd and listen to the gospel and going, yay, everything's awesome. Um, but he's a one-man pack. Yeah, but he's a lone wolf. I, I think you have to, you have to challenge the other side of the argument every now and again just to be able to check yourself to know no, that we're headed in the it. right direction. So there's nothing wrong with it. But he persists. He's, he was and probably it, the only Carlton supporter walking away from last week's game, seeing only negative. Yep. In yeah. what and was it, a ripping. If, if you can't find a positive in that, you're just not trying. Well, hard he was enough. expecting a ten goal loss, and I come out and said we'd win by seven points. Which for a little while I thought you were you had absolutely nailed it. And too, I by can, the way, this is the type of bloke that he is. He would have been praying for Collingwood to kick the last five, <laughs> just so he wouldn't come on this show. That's just not true. And say that's not true. Hey, and mate, say, I just want to. I just want to make make clear here that Fabian actually doesn't attend matches anymore. He had a heart attack. Doesn't <laughs> give the man matches. a break. <laughs> so the, the notion that I want us to lose is ridiculous. Where I would have, how many matches would you have gone to in the last five years? More than half. More than half. Yeah. In the last five years. More than half. Yeah. You've been to two in the last two years. So you were going at eighty percent prior to that. No, I went to more than two last year, and I went to one this year already. What did you go to last year? Gold Coast. I have commitments, Sean. Yeah, I get that, but Gold Coast. Yeah. And? Last year. Yeah. Gold Coast. North Melbourne. Hawthorne. Hawthorne? Mm-hmm. Where was I last year? Think about it. I reckon you're bullshitting. But anyway, that's fine. This idea that <laughs> I right, don't right, care, right, this right, idea that Sean, I don't want Sean us to win. Sean somehow uh, scanned, the, uh, scanned all my tickets in his, in his little... Uh, iPhone, you got your little QR reader. This this idea that I don't care, I want us to lose. Absolute nonsense. Yeah, but this is the thing, and I'm not saying I'm look, I, I, I can't attend every week, which is but I'm not I don't have to justify myself, justify myself as a supporter or But a, why would I why would fan. I go? Just the point because I'm making, you go to twenty two games a year, I which you do. I don't go to twenty two games a year. Oh, you don't go interstate. What I'm saying is right? why 10. would I go to the games But just because you to go watch to every lose. possible game and bitch and fucking moan. Why would I go to the games wanting us to lose? Why would I put myself through that? You're you delight in it. Yeah. Why would I put myself you're through it? Why would I pay near enough to a thousand dollars a year to watch us lose every week? Why would I want to do that? Yeah, but do you do you understand that you are a pessimist of the highest? Not a pessimist. Order? There's a difference between being pessimistic and realistic. I would have thought you could have found a bit more positive in Jesus these last Christ, you're not few realistic, days. Sean. You're not realistic. You don't. You only see it from one side. I think checking reality is fine, but there's a lot of pessimism pervading. No, no, no. Realism, realism, realism is a a balance between optimism and pessimism. You don't see any optimism. It's not true. No, Sean. You walked away from last week's game. Well, on that, then, Sean, tell me what was good about last week. I thought that uh, Patrick Cripps was outstanding. I uh, thought that Caleb Marchbank played possibly his best game for the football club. I agree with that. Uh, I thought that David Cunningham played his best game for the football club. Um, I thought that Liam Stocker showed some glimpses. Uh, there was a one particular moment where he gathered the ball one-handed, delivered inside 50 for, I don't know if it was a Silvani goal, or I'm not sure what happened. Uh, there was obviously another was one the, where he... There was the kick into Harry Mackay, which he missed. And then there was another kick into McGovern, which was to McGovern's advantage, allowed him to run onto and kick the goal, which was just a clever kick. I thought that um, 
you know, Wiedering had a not a bad game. I thought Levi Casbolt playing in defence, which was on the surface at least, I thought an interesting decision was okay at the end of the day. Uh, you know, Charlie affected the contest more than he has any other game so far this season. So this idea that I've walked away from the game just completely... Who's this bloke? <laughs> pessimistic is so, so nonsense. What, what, so you've, what, you've, what you've just told us now... You have to shat all over your argument. Well, what you put out to the, into the, the public forum via Twitter, Sean, would tell you tell a different story. Because there's enough over... You tweet with emotion. There's enough over-positive nonsense on Twitter. No, no, you're not there to balance it out, mate. You're not the I think it needs to be balanced out. No. No, it doesn't have to be. No, I think You've it got does. to be balanced. I think it does need to be balanced out. But what out you're doing is you're providing what you see is over-optimistic views on Twitter. You think by you providing your pessimistic views, you're balancing it out. No, just provide your balanced opinion and people will say... Did you see the, the thread of tweets I put out about Carl's performances this year? Was there anything in those tweets that was wrong? I think you're more highlighting the shortcomings rather, rather than celebrating. Thank because you very what we, much. No, because this is the thing. What we have to recognise at the moment is, as we get towards the halfway point of the year, do you think we don't recognise all all the all the bad shit? Well, some at some point, do you point, think we think we're flying? We're going to win a flag? No, no, no. But this is the thing. At some point, our expectation and people did walk away from the game sitting there going, "We're two and a bit kicks up with." How many minutes Playing to go? the best side in the comp, mate. You've got to concede sometimes. Okay, perfect segue. I was watching the other night. I was watching The uh, the Hustler. Classic film. Fucking hell. Stick to Carlton. Classic. No, no. It's a classic movie, The Hustler. Um, with, obviously, Jackie Gleason playing Fats, uh, Minnesota Fats. And we've got uh, old mate Paul Hudson playing uh, Eddie Felson. Not seen it. Brilliant film about um, pool and playing pool. And Paul, there's, a, there's a scene. Paul Hudson. What did, I, what did I say? Paul Hudson. He said Paul Hudson. <laughs> Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Like fast. Eddie uh, Felton. Um, and there's a scene early in the film where um, Newman's character is basically regards himself as the best pool player in the country, blah, 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 as a pool. He goes around to pool halls hustling, winning money, etc. He wants to take on Get nominally to the, point, the best pool player in the country. Where's your whistle? Fucking yeah. cry. And he's, and he's beating him and he's beating him and he's beating him, but he can't walk away. He loses, I think he's $18,000 up and he ends up losing all of his money getting done. Was later that us on, against Collingwood, was it? Yep. Later on, a guy talks about, guy talks to him, yeah, he's a gambler. He, the idea is he stakes pool players, card players, he stakes them and then obviously takes a clipping of their winnings. And he's talking to him about his performance against Minnesota Fats, the best pool player in the country. And he said, in 10 years, I've never seen him on the hook like you had him, but you let him, you let him off. He goes, why is that? He goes, you're a born loser. <laughs> and he goes, you didn't lose because of skill. You didn't lose because of ability. You lost because of character. Because he had more character than you. He goes, it wasn't a bad ability because everyone's got talent. I've got talent. You've got talent. He goes, he's got character. Let's <laughs> not get carried away. No, no. But he sat there and said, the idea is you had him, you had him beat, and he beat you because you couldn't close it. Now, I'm not disputing that. And I we... sat there and I thought, I was like, that's actually us in a sure, microcosm. But, but, yeah. but if you looked at the stats in that last... Ten minutes. We were fucking dominated in that last quarter. Yeah, spot on. Why? Because, because we're a young. Good team. Yeah. We're young. We, but we everything we, up we until picked a tall, Sean, We picked a tall team, so in there was always going to be um, a query on our run. Full stop. Throughout the whole game, it didn't really seem to impact us that much. But very late, when we needed we needed more run than what we had, um, there was a precious few. That were able to step up, and and, and, and our best also, runners are young. Yeah, but you know, also, inexperienced players go into their shell. Yep, make incorrect decisions. You know what else he said? That only comes with experience. 
I'm not see. I don't cop that as an excuse, mate. You think correlating you've played professional or semi-professional football through your junior years and you've been playing football since you were ten? It's not AFL, mate. They've played AFL for two games, some of them. You know, you know, what else was in that scene. It was a beautiful segue to excuses. He goes, oh, "I was drunk. I lost because I was drunk." Well, we weren't and drunk, he goes, mate. We're just no, young. no, because they spot on. We lost because we're young. We lost because we're young. He goes, "That's an excuse." He goes, winning he goes, it becomes an excuse. If you want to keep losing, you'll look for excuses. Is winning becomes a burden. Because you sit there, it's easy to lose. Easy to lose and just go, we're young. Okay. Sean, why don't, you, why don't you earn a million dollars a year? Because I don't have the requisite skills. That's just an excuse. <laughs> no, no. It's just, just an excuse. It's the same thing. It doesn't correlate. You're talking about a movie. You're talking about a movie. This is, we're talking yeah, about, about a Carlton Football Club. No, I'm talking about a movie a in the context of competition. On the best side in the competition. I'm talking and about not a- walking away saying, shit, we pushed them all the way. They, five goals in a row was fine, but with three minutes to go, we're up. We're up. We lose by, I don't even count the last fucking goal, right? We lose by a couple of kicks. That's phenomenal. You were expecting to get pumped by 10 goals plus. Now, I'm expecting that this week. But you were expecting that last week. Take your hat off to the lads and go, that was fucking well done. They had times where they got on a run where it just could have opened up, opened up, and we would have been gone, out of the contest. But we didn't. We hung in there. And there were so many positives to take away, yet all you bring up is the fucking negatives every single time. And I'm just saying to you, be balanced. I'm not saying... You're wrong about what we should be looking at, what we should be expecting, where we should be improving, where there are issues at the club. But weekend performance, mate, come on. Okay, expecting is a really good word. Yeah. And Tim, you can talk if you want. Expe- <laughs> expectation. What, where, what is the expectation from this football club at this to point develop, in time? To, just to develop. How many years are we into this regime? Uh, this is the fourth year. Fourth. <laughs> I would argue that given the way they perform, I would argue that the Gold Coast are marginally ahead of us? No way. No, you're not even close. Lo- you've lost the plot, mate. Not even close. Wins They're miles behind. Wins and fuck the wins and losses. Sean, wins and losses. They are Sean, nowhere near us. They were with some positivity. Okay. They were They're nowhere to, near us. You need some sunshine. How many, They're, they're how, two years behind. They've got a, a third of the talent that we've got. How many seconds away were they from being three games ahead of us? Oh, look, absolutely. There was close games. They no, no, had no. opportunities. On the weekend, they were two seconds away yep. from being four wins. Yep. Two. So, in terms of an ability... We were two seconds away against Hawthorne, In too. terms of an ability... No, we fucking... He would have had to have kicked it from 50. We were... And we were seven goals up. Um, we Six. were... We were... I'm thinking that uh, the Gold Coast... Their ability to make the best of what they've got and be competitive. You said it. They're two years behind us. But they've been competitive enough to be in up to their eyeballs five games... But but who are the Five who are their players and actually that, win them? But who are their players that are impacting the game? Are they the eighteen year olds or is it the twenty six year olds? No, don't disagree. I'm not saying that as a in terms no, of a I, list I profile. I think it's a really it's important. A I think it's a really really no, important thing to I'm say. I'm not talking about list profile. I'm talking about their ability to execute to be in a game. But who is executing? Look, our, our, our best player. Our best player is twenty three years of age. No, I agree. And, and, and he is an absolute animal, and he's dragging this team along with him, but. These other teams that are performing, it's it's guys like David Swallow that is getting it done and Jared Harbrow and it's it's the experienced core 
they're actually not getting that much from their kids at all. That They're a young side and there's a few no-namers in there that we probably don't give a lot of kudos to. A kid like Alex Sexton is having a really good season. He's their best player this, this 22, season. 23 years of age, whatever he is, he's really starting to show out. My boy Braden Fiorini was playing well until he hurt his knee, and but I think he, I think well, I think he would be back this week. But that list, that list isn't going anywhere in a hurry. I'm, like I, there's, no, some, mate, there's mate, some serious mate, talent in behind mate, it, but I, but in two years' yeah, time, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Like no, no, it. I agree with you completely. <laughs> which is why we have to ask questions as to why this list outperformed us last year is outperforming us this year. Because we've taken three steps backwards to try and take well, eight, eight steps forward. They haven't been gutted completely. No, they've, been, they've, lost, they've lost two senior players. But, that, but in terms of <coughs> recent times, in terms of pretty much from their inception, they started at zero and they haven't been gutted completely again? They've had turnover. So the question I have they've is... They've had turnover in some players that haven't developed. You'll disagree. But they, they, were given, they were given more to be able to build with yeah, no, than what we've been given. But kids, that's apparently an excuse. So... We, in terms of list builds and development and whatnot, excuse, mate. It's just the, the Brisbane reality. Lions. I don't think the Brisbane Lions are two years ahead of the two one years year, ahead that everyone one year. says. They're two they're, years. Ahead. I reckon they're one year yeah. ahead. They, they are doing. We're doing what they were doing last year. They started the season one and twelve last year. You know what, Fabian? Does? They got Fabian, smashed in a couple of games. They finished the season off well. Fabian delays expectation. Everything's about they're this many years ahead of us. Oh, there. So we don't have to worry about what they're doing. They're years. ahead of us. No, no. Fabian doesn't delay expectation. He does. See, where I come from, Sean, is a place of realism, all right? They are two years ahead of us. I don't think they are at all. Our, our rebuild... Their coach started we a started year with after the most, ours? We started with the most difficult part of the ground, right? We started from back. We started with key position players. Now, our back line, if you look, that's probably our most stable part of the ground, apart from Crips. Well, look, the reality is our back line has been able to absorb losses of Doherty, Simpson, Newman, Jones... And it's still performed. Where is momentum won and lost in a game of football? It's in the middle. Yep. This is where we are the most inexperienced. We've gone key position. Our midfield is very young. Paddy Dow is in his second fucking year of football. You notice that Sam nothing... Sam just played seven games. You notice that nothing I say is about talent. Because we've spoken about it time and time no, again. No, I'm, a big, I'm a big believer talent. in the talent we have. Yeah, but you've got to give young kids... Time to develop. Oh, you're not giving it to. You're not understanding our fades in games are because we are inexperienced in the middle of the not, ground. They're not a failure to execute. They're not a. I don't know what I'm we meant have, to be no, doing. No, no, no. There are games where we fail to execute. There are games where yeah. coaching needs to be questioned. Tactics need to be questioned. What games Why? are those? In all of them, pretty much. Yeah. Agreed. But the weekend, you can't say the weekend was a. Anything other than I don't, I don't think I don't think tactically there was a lot wrong last weekend. We, we were just I'm not saying we that. got beaten by a side that is better than us. But we took them all the well, way. That, they were able to win contests late. They got momentum. They probably got a couple of cheap free kicks that kept the ball in their hands. And and I I don't want to labour the umpiring point because I don't think the umpiring cost us the game. I think there was probably two goals that they got late that shouldn't have ever happened. But the bottom line is when we had it, we weren't hanging on to it anyway. And and that was our issues. We we weren't able to maintain possession. We weren't able to get the ball forward. We weren't able to get the ball inside 50 in that last 10 minutes. And, 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 and I do just think we were a little bit cooked. But in a game where there'd been a lot of free kicks paid, and, and we said it, I think the effort of Collingwood to be as precise with the way that they tackled throughout the game. We got a lot of holding the balls paid against us, and every single one of them was right. But 
late in the game, there was a couple of clear free kicks that just weren't paid. And and, and obviously the ploughman one where Alec, it's grabbed a hold of his arm and then taken an arm, acro- uh, arm across him, easy free kick to pay. And the one where Reed went back with the fly of the ball and chopped Plowman's arm, again, really, really easy free kick to pay. What The only thing that made me happy about it is there was another bit of play where Wiedering got pushed out and it seemed everything that the umpire wasn't paying, he finally decided to pick that one. But by that stage, they were probably seven points in front or whatever it was and our chances of getting back into the game were really, really slim. But, um, but yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was a fade out as much as it was uh, a lift by the the best team in the competition at the moment. And and the reality is we'd almost done enough to win it. If Patrick Cripps's snap goes through, and, and I said to Fabian during the week, usually when you see guys rush that shot, because their momentum's going forward, you usually miss that shot across the face, whereas he's really hooked it hard and still almost got it in, and he's actually missed it skinny. Um but Do we, we kicked that um, goal. Collingwood's not coming back. Regardless of how tired we are, open we hang on to 16 points that's with a, that's a good segue. nine minutes to go. Do we still perform well in games on the back of outstanding individual efforts? I think it helps. I, I, think, I think that's it helps. the only way we're competitive. No, because I'll, I'll throw up, because you're saying, and I understand we, we do get carried a bit by our better players, but... But doesn't everybody? That's um, right. It's, it's every team. But if you look on the I weekend, mean, Jordan Dugowie was probably the player that arrested the momentum, and he, on his day, is their best player. But there are enough it, it supporting acts. R- Rupert Wills didn't tear us a new asshole. But what they did was they recognised... Chris Mayne didn't tear us a new asshole. They recognised we need to chuck... Well, he was off with concussion, wasn't he, in the second well, half? Well, kicked in the head um, by steel side bottom, what but they, yes. <laughs> what they recognised was, we actually need to, we need to arrest momentum. We need to put him in the middle. It wasn't like he was underperforming and came to life. Yep. They actually pulled the lever. So what I'm saying is we, Cripps, ridiculous, just outstanding. If he, if he kicks that goal and he ends up with 36 possessions and a goal, two goals, two enormous goals in the last quarter, you can make a case that we win the match because of Patrick Cripps winning X number of possessions and kicking two enormous goals in the last quarter. Yep. You sit there and go, we haven't won the match because of a system, but because of the moment- structure, because of what we're trying to achieve. We've won it on the sheer fucking will of one man. Look, but can I add one thing on that? Please. I did a bit of work during the week having a look at the list build because I thought we might come to this. And I've got nine players that I've got shaded in that were there when Silvani started. That's, that's fine. I've got this. No, that's, no, 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 let, let me keep going. Cripps is one of them. It's not going to back up my assertion that the talent's good, is it? No, no, no. Look, look we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But. You take Cripps out of it because he's 23. He's, he's not that old. He's probably... Has he played 100 games yet? No. He's not even there yet. Of that, of that nine... Injuries aside, he probably, he's getting close. He'd be getting close. He would have been getting close. Of that nine, Liam Jones is one of them. He didn't play on the weekend. Sam Doherty is one of those players. He didn't play on the weekend. Cade Simpson's one of those players. He didn't play on the weekend. So you take Cripps out because he's still quite young. He is our captain, but he's quite young. You're left with five players. Dale Thomas... Playing good footy. Matty Cruiser. Matthew Cruiser. Ed Kerno, Levi Casbolt. Mark, Mark Murphy. Murphy. So, and, and and when we sort of jokingly talked about him, Rupert Wills is a different issue, but the Chris Maines and all that sort of stuff, a couple of those guys, in fairness, they're probably now a bit more journeyman footballers. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think Cruiser's best footy can win us finals when we get there, but will he be fit? Will he be playing? So if, not if we get there. 
if we get there and he's and he's still there. Bodies holding together. Yeah. Mark Murphy showed some really good footy on the weekend. It was his best game he's played this year and there was the finish in front of goals that we lacked in a couple of the key games that we needed Look, it, but had been missing. I was not as happy as most people were with his goal because, and Sean, I've been agreeing with Sean on this one. I've been asking him to put that fucking check side away for a Seven weeks. He's a smart enough footballer that he's, he can... He's he been can, doing he it can, all year. He's missed a few along the way, absolutely. <laughs> but if Ed Kerno's going to the well with a left foot check side, you're sitting there and you're going, mate, you know, okay, do with it what you can do. But when Mark Murphy actually does that, it's deliberate and it's an effort to be able to execute the goal. There isn't a core of um, players that have played 150-plus games that can step up and show us the way. We talk about Brisbane. You talk about the fact they've brought Luke Hodge in to be able to set them up, to be able to coach on the field, provide direction and all that sort of stuff. We're not there yet. And again, a lot more. Cripper is about physicality and passion and the bit of play where he, we, we ran played. through two blokes. This is where like we they, they lift through his actions. You know What I would rather see is I'd rather see... The, the demonstrative um, actions on the ground and seeing guys set up and tell you come back, you set up there and, and, and actually feel that on the ground they're in control. You know, it was a worry in that respect on Saturday. How many times we should have been penalised for the 666? No, there was one. No, oh, no there was had, a second we had, one. We had, late, we had about three where, where we were just... Because we got the warning early. I actually said to blokes behind me, I said, I'm going to give you a prediction what's going to happen in this game. It's going to be tight, late... We'll have a six 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 violation, the first one of the season that'll get penalised and it'll cost us the game. But didn't happen. We should, but like this, but I, Fabian, I just had that feel. Fabian once again said this to me being negative. I don't care if it was Carlton or Collingwood or the or Fremantle or Richmond or whatever. When it, when we did it the third time, should have been a no, free no, kick. No, look, I'm, Absolutely should. Because we, we were woefully like you just sit there and go. That to me, players were sort of looking at no, the you've bench. Said, you've said who's it all going season. across? Just, who's going across? Late in the game, there was an opportunity to pay a few free kicks to Collingwood. They would have been soft ones, and the umpires didn't do it. The umpires, the umpires, they knew absolutely the knew what the free kick count was because they could have added to it with a couple, and this but is, they refused but, to do and it. And that six 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 thing for me, <coughs> it's a small thing, but it, it's a small thing. But it said to me, we couldn't even, we couldn't get it right. If you can't get that right, we how couldn't you get this thing right? right where you're sitting there going, "Where are we meant to be?" When you got a minute to be able to get where yourself right, this is where who's on the wing, who's the other forward? Someone came from the bench and went to the forward line. You go, mate, guys, we're still one short on the wing. Yep. yep. But you does know, that not show you that we are short of experience? I think it's leadership? inexcusable, mate. No, no, no I think that just comes with time. Man. It comes with time. Like just... O'Brien in the North Melbourne game, which we'd like to all write off that North Melbourne game, was having to tell Mark Murphy where to go at one. But this is the thing. So One why are we the why are we the only team eight eight rounds in that's consistently struggling with it? Because we're young. But everyone else has been. But it's a brand new rule that everyone else has got. There's other teams struggling with it. You see your team more. But no, we we struggle with it more. Like we do it regularly. Do you watch four quarters of every team. I watch enough of every other game. I watch a fair bit of it. And yeah. it's like I said, like I said, it's a little thing. But when you put it, put it all adds up, and you sit there and go, it's a little part of a much bigger picture. We go, that's a pretty simple thing to say. We're just going to make sure we got fucking Look, six, di- six, and six. I'm not disputing, and I'm sure, and particularly I'm sure in a tight training, game. Mate. I'm sure that they're training, and it's particularly just- in a tight match that we're in, it's a little thing, but it's a, that thing where you're going, that's the first, that's the basic execution. We're in a tight game. We're in it up to our eyeballs. Next score is important. We can't even set up for the bounce. It's a fucking small thing, but you sit there going, Jesus. 
what are we like what's the structure what are we training for those that red time that last five minutes this is how we execute look they're obviously we're playing seven behind the ball so we are so it's six 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 someone has to drop out sometimes through rotations through blood rules through injuries probably the person someone doesn't know that it's me to drop out no no, you need a general on the pitch to go sean it's you mate get on the wing but it's structuring up we were always short where are they meant to be? And they weren't standing goal side. Of the, they were standing on the wing. That will come in time. Mm. You can't say, you can't blame coaching for that. Well, what else do we blame? Mate, I'm sure the coaches aren't saying, go out there and act like headless chooks when it comes to the 6-6. Six, six, six but, what, but, what, yeah, but, but the coach, don't forget, the runner can only come on the field after a goal. The coach is up in the coach's box. The direction has to have been given already. The learnings have to have already been done. Agree completely. So it comes back to the players and their own self-organisation. And if and as you say, if it's a second-year player that's telling a 14-year-old veteran, Murph, line up over there, I think that's fucking great because I'd, I'd far prefer that than the other way around because if the leaders are still having to dictate to the 19-year-old, this is where you need to be, then after a year and a bit has it sunk in. At least he's taking ownership of it and has got the balls to be able to um, express to the veteran who he, sometimes it's a bit of a be seen but not heard, um, and challenging him to say, be better for us. Our 666 setup (coughs) is not causing us to fade Oh, absolutely. It's got not nothing to do with it. I mean, I, say it was. I, said I, I think Sean's saying it might be symptomatic and emblematic of where we're at. Absolutely. Yeah, you sit there going, we can't absolutely. even execute that. Oh, Jesus. Um, as you said, if you've got if you've got an eight-game player in and it's in Setterfield, eight games in Walsh, you've got 22 games maybe into O'Brien, <laughs> you've got two games into Stocker, you've probably got 18 games into Tom Williamson. Um there's not a lot of there's not a lot of um, veterans out there that have been in the in the thrust and parry of tight games against and very not, very and, good opponents and, and, not and standing up. All players who are of age are good leaders. Absolutely, absolutely. Now he may be the best one out there. We don't know because we look at him because he can't kick. We go Levi's a bit of a deal. He might be the best vocal bloke out there when it comes to setups. We don't know, but. Who's to say Levi is, just because he's experienced, is good at all that? He's going to tell someone, hey, you do that. Hey, he's your man. Or don't forget to, like Luke Hodges doing. Yep. I mean, I would love to have a Luke Hodges in our team. You know, people love Kate Simpson. That's the one thing I think he does bring to the table, is the leadership. And Doherty especially. And we've missed him so much in this last year and a half. So... Look, I just thought after the dog turd performance that was North Melbourne, there had there had to be a correction. Yeah, I let Sean go absolutely hack on everything because we were embarrassing. That was there was so much to take out of. You know what we need to do last week's game. And win. S- we need to win a game. I sent you a <laughs> I sent you a text about this and Fab will laugh. He'll he'll roll his eyes as no, he does. I won't roll my eyes. Yeah, you will. I, I sent a text to you guys, and obviously I I saw the film this week, and it's a bit of fun. Teams do this all the time. You yep. know, about having a theme. What's the theme? You know, Clarko famously, do you know what the 2008? The Predator one. The Shark. Oh, the Shark, yeah. You know, the if Shark, you, Geelong's the Shark. Yeah. You Lee stop Matthews it moving. Was the Predator one. Lee it Matthews, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Um, like when I was at Box Hill, there was one about um, one of the coaches had watched a doco about buffaloes and the idea being that they stick together, they're a pack, they're a herd. 
they don't ever leave someone behind, they work together, blah, blah, blah. It's about a theme and just something that, look, it lightens it up and it triggers things. You have a bit of fun with it. We dead set should have gone to see John Wick. And it's like you sit there and say they to might, the... They might have done it. But say to the playing group, as a bit of fun, going, we're all going to see John Wick. You mean John prior Wick. to Collingwood? Oh, well, they couldn't because it wasn't out, but this week. Good point. <laughs> but this week, sit there and go, we're all going to go see John Wick, have a bit of fun, and relate it back to, you go, this guy's a fucking killer. Yep. He's ruthless. And it's something, He's the best. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's something we need to learn. And it's and that's it, sit there and go, and I've played it earlier for Fab, and he rolled his eyes as he does. And so, he's not giving me anything. The song's called John Wick Mode. I can only see your eyebrows the, moving. The song's that. called John Wick Mode. And it's this fucking pretty bassy, up-tempo sort of... Mo or mode? Mode. John mode. Wick Mode. Yep. And the idea being that he's fucking... He's the best. <clears throat> no, like, if, if you want to beat him... You can play Joe Esposito's You're the Best, if, you, if that's what you're after you as know, well. I don't think so. But, like, there's this idea, these themes that run through the film that don't go up against this guy. If you're taking him on, geez, you're going to want to be good. Yep. He's fucking... He just Do comes out. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter what sort of fight you get into. Do you think that's what the Cart Football Club is lacking? A trip to the movies and a killer instinct that will come from... You know what's lacking? I think it's spending too much... And this has been reported on Twitter as a rumour. I think they're spending too much time in a classroom. Potentially. Possibly. Potentially. So you sit there and go, boys, we're going to the movies, we're going to have a bit of fun, blah, yep. blah, and then take away from it, say, for, it. And say for this week, go, we're John Wick. Go, uh, it doesn't I, matter would, It doesn't matter teams. what sort of fight we're in, because like the idea of John Wick, he can beat you with fucking hand-to-hand knives, guns, be, whatever. It doesn't matter what sort of fight we're in, we'll adapt. There would be I, teams I've heard that require toy. more in classroom teaching, teams that require, it's about finding the balance. I'm not and saying yeah, we, that... We, we probably are overcoached. I'm not saying that the in-classroom stuff needs to stop, but just break it up and just have yeah. a bit of fun and sit there and go, we need to develop a killer Look, it instinct. Could be, it could be a thing. and we no, but We do need to develop a killer instinct. How we develop it, I'm not saying John Wick is a bad thing. I'm not saying it's, it's the answer. But but it's about building this building this culture. Of, and we have this, uh, Carlton, as a lot of teams have, a performance mindset and what's your performance mindset? John Wick is your performance mindset. And that's fine. Let, let's see if old J-Dub can get it's it like, done for him this week. Seriously, sit there and go, John Wick is turn up and fucking perform. And it's turn up, and if you don't perform, and you know you're you dead. Do this, Sean will like this. You play and the you song. Over, you play you John look, Wick mode. You look over to the bench, and there's a big, a big ass, you know, the J-W. Placard, placard, and it's John Wick just staring you down. No, but seriously. I'm, different... I'm, I'm dead serious. And that's, yeah, you know. They call him the like in the film. They call him the boogeyman and all this sort of shit. And like he's a fucking his reputation is just he's the you know the best. And you sit there and go, this is what you need to get to in a mindset. Start this week against GWS. And that's it. This is a test. Last week against Collingwood, that, super they are competitive. GWS were horrible last weekend, and unfortunately, there will be a we're, response. We're going to be flogged. We have. to. I don't know that we'll be flogged. I don't know. I've just got a feeling like they've traded away Rory Lobb. Jonathan Patton isn't fit. Harry Himmelberg's had a couple of big bumps the last few weeks. JC is in doubt. Shoulder in doubt. Kicked four behind. If Cameron last doesn't week. play, we're a sniff because he dines oh, out on us. And look, he, he can. They've also got a great midfield, but they've got Whitfield probably coming back from um, the big corky the other week. Um, our back line's been pretty good. I mean, we're, we're, we're further weakened. I mean, they may not be able to kick I a score you, I said to you earlier, Fabian rolled Just his eyes. We. Fabian rolled his eyes. He does. <coughs> One minute you I can't see my eyes, next minute I'm rolling my eyes. Said it. Why, the thing from the Hustler, he said character. Character will win this game. Yeah. Character no, will I win agree. this game. Oh, either way, though. Let's, too. Let's, hold, on, yeah. hold on, hold on. You're saying character will win this game. Yep. GWS are more talented than us. And we're They're not talented? Better, 
You just spent you spent twenty minutes whacking me down saying I'm pessimistic. I said we've got talent. We need character. Yeah, no, against GWS, mate, you also need skill, execution, game plan. They're they, ahead of, they're, I'm saying got, that. We're going to have to play well. But they don't have the character, the culture, and the heart. They, that Being a manufactured football club, our biggest challenge now is having added 36 players in the last four years to our, our club is to marry that into the successful history and place the demands of we need to And you know what is central to that, Timbo? Go John Wick. Go to see John Wick. <laughs> Before we move off Carlton, we've done a quasi-Carlton special there, um, shout out to the club. The Indigenous Guernsey looks fantastic. It looks magnificent, a, doesn't it? Ripping. Really, yeah. really good. Unbelievable. Shelly? Yes, Shelly Ware. I don't necessarily – I'm not one of those people who thinks – I don't know. I like the sanctity of it's an Indigenous Guernsey and it's a one-off and it celebrates. It sounds really silly. I don't necessarily think it should be a clash Guernsey. I like the idea that it's a really special. You wear it for the themed round. You celebrate it. Blah blah blah. And I don't. It sort of keeps a bit of sanctity to it. A lot of people saying you yeah, make it the clash Guernsey, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't have an issue if that did happen. Mm, I'm but, one of those. But I'm like, I think that it, you just you kind of dilute its impact or its yeah, yep. You know, in a weird sort of way. But no. it's or, do you, or do you just further celebrate it? It's, I mean, it's it's best. you can like, you can sit at either end of the spectrum on that. But I do take it your is point. Our best. Indigenous Clash Guernsey, I think, that we've produced. Yep. A couple of years ago, we had a really good one, but the CFC was also... We've got, we've, the monogram... It's like a tree, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a tree, and I think that sport the rest of the jumper. So you maintain the monogram, you work around monogram. Is it. Just, is that, uh, that alternative blue is just popping off that... It is, isn't it? that jumper. It looks yeah. amazing. It's like, a, it's like a midnight blue. blue or oh. whatever it is. Um, yeah. And then lastly, I've actually got a Shell. question. You've got... You got each of you have got 15 seconds to weigh this up. I should have brought it up earlier, but I thought it was a good discussion point. With um, the, you know, this mid-season draft thing coming up, everyone's talking about small forward and blah, blah, blah. Do we already have a potential small forward option? No. No. Zach Fisher. No. Nah, I, I think he's, he's growing. I think he's, he's too growing. good on a wing and in oh, traffic. Once again, and- don't disagree, but it's a moment in saying add another string to your vote, develop while we can afford to play you here. I think he's more half forward than he would be forward mm-hmm. pocket. He does tackle very well. He can um, push. He can push. Look, Michael Gibbons has has, has done uh, Michael Gibbs. Michael Gibbons. Michael ha- has done a um, a very manful job in that role as a small forward. <coughs> but just because he is small, Black Lung's going to get you one day. Yeah, the he's played that role because they didn't have anybody else to do it. Um, he is a midfielder, and the more that he's been pushing up the ground into the midfield... I said 15 the, seconds, Timber. The better we look. The other one's David Cunningham, maybe. That I mean, he, he's half that forward. that shark from David Cunningham's ruck work? Yeah, well, the one where he tapped down to Gibbons. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. We're going to really, really quickly go through the games for this weekend. Because we've chewed up a... One minute each. Let's go. Set a record. No, we're going, we're going to go less than a minute each. Uh, West Coast play Melbourne tomorrow night at... The Optus Stadium, actually. West Coast. I think um, I think West Coast to win in this one. West Coast, this will be close, though. It will be. West Coast not playing they are well. Not, yeah, they're not playing well at all. Um, West Coast welcome back Willie Rioli, which is a good in. Um, he says here Melbourne lose Hibbard, obviously collarbone, Melksham foot, and Lewis with an ankle, which isn't great news mm. for them. Um, so that'll, that'll be a, a tricky one. And unfortunately for Melbourne, if you think if they drop this one, that's sort of... They're getting, Good to that, night, they're getting to that stage, aren't they? Saturday, Collingwood plays in Kilda at the MCG. Beams and Varco back. Wills and Elliot miss for Collingwood. Um, no great ins or outs to report from St Kilda. They're irrelevant. Um, who do we think's winning this one? I think Collingwood are pretty comfortable. Pies. Here. Pies. 
Brisbane and Adelaide. No Bryce Gibbs still. Did no. he miss last week? Yes, he did. No Bryce Gibbs still. What was his issue? Back or something? It was like a back. Yeah. Cheese, uh, you turn quickly. <laughs> We've, I've, said I this, love, I I've, I've said this, but I, I say Gibb. I've said this before. He's just not one of them. He's just not. No, I agree. Same Bryce Gibb for. Because you're old men. (laughs) He's just not one of them. And then that makes it easier for him to kind of do what they're doing. Um, What is that? Brisbane and Adelaide. It is at the Gabba. Josh Walker back. uh, Matheson back. Lions for me. Lions. Is Louis Taylor inside? No, he's still in somebody's front garden. He's still in someone's front garden, apparently. Um, We brought up the game, Pete, straight away. (laughs) Went to Louis Taylor. Would have made the difference, he said. I'm flirting with um I'm flirting with Adelaide. Go for it, Sean. On Adelaide. Do you know who Adelaide has beaten this year? I'm going for Adelaide. Tell me actually who are they who are they beaten? Is it nobodies? In the first four rounds they, they like Rocky at the start of Rocky Three. They started one and three and they beat Sydney in Sydney They're by terrible. four goals. In the other three games they played, they kicked seven goals against Hawthorne, they kicked ten goals against Geelong, and they kicked eight goals against North and lost all three games. They then hit four games in a row where they played Gold Coast at home and won by 12 goals. They then played St Kilda. They won by five goals, kicking 15. They then won against Fremantle, but they kicked seven goals to win the game. Shootout. And then they played Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide with injuries galore. They won by three goals and still only kicked 13 goals for the game. They're pretty comfortably in front, though. They started well. And Port Adelaide they, they, came they maintained home. the game throughout, so good luck to them. Yeah, but well, I'm going to go Brisbane. There's a lot of talk at the moment on the Stocker bit, and everyone's going, oh, Adelaide's oh, third on the ladder. Oh, oh, don't do this to us. Don't do no, this to but us. They've won four in Sean a row. might actually pull, pull my mic out. No, they've, they've won four in a row, beating not very much. And you take the snapshot in time and you're saying they're five and three, but they're not a good five and three team. Why do you reckon they're gonna be the best the media, five and three team of all time? Why do you the reckon the media pick? have triggered the let's release these artic- pre written articles this week? Because they know that the gap between Adelaide and Carlton is only gonna compress from now. <laughs> Big call. Certainly not gonna compress this week. Uh, what do we reckon next up it is where have I lost? Geelong and the Western Bulldogs. Oh no, I went Brisbane. Okay. In the end. No guts, no glory. No, well, it's in Brisbane, so I'm like, eh, it could be a tricky one, you know, slippery, dewy. Uh, Geelong Western Bulldogs down at GMHBA. Selwood back. Yeah, John, Cats. John cats down there. I think the Cats are pretty, matter who they play, pretty comfortable down there. Frustratingly for the Cats, and I didn't bring this up when we were talking about it, the way they've bedded in sort of four or so first-year players is exceptional. Because yep. they're experienced. They've got leadership around leadership them. Leadership everywhere, mate. It's easy. Or easier. Mm. Yep. Uh, Essendon and Fremantle at Marvel Stadium on Saturday night. Essendon, I think, bounce back and win this one very comfortably. Jeez, they got some injuries. They'd want to. They'd want to. Well, who are you picking? Begley's in, Langford's in, Danaher's back. Bagley, or my dad said one of the funniest things ever in a preseason game. The Essendon team sheet came up, and he goes, he has a habit of he presses pause on the IQ whenever a list comes up, like of injuries or whatever. And he'll go, all right, let me have a look at this. And he'll run through it and he'll be like, there'll be a list of 15 players. And he'll be like, three of them are in their best team. Essendon team sheet came up and he's going like back pocket, full back. And he goes, who the fuck is Bagooli? Bagooli. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I think it's Bagley. He goes, that's Bagooli. <laughs> so from now on, he's called Bagooli. Um, did you hear Ox 
years ago was doing the teams on the radio on a Thursday night and Brad Sewell debuted mm. and he go, he called him Brad Sewell. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people... So from that point onwards, I could only ever call him Sewell. A lot C-well. of people still say Kernow. Kernow. Like, come on. A lot of people say Fantasia. Well, even... Uh, even him, the even man himself. himself. The man I know, himself. funny was that? I see this on Twitter. What a fucking knob. What would his Italian... Parents, not, grandparents not, say. Not, nah. What would they say? They'd be going. Disgraziato. They'd be going. You're fucking imbecile. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but, that, that <laughs> ultimate warrior backhander was was phenomenal. That was was that you, Tim? Yes. Yeah. Do we reckon Essendon's winning this? Oh, they, I'm going go to go Freo. I'm going to go Freo. Yeah, I'll go with Essendon. They need to win. That they they two, need to win, but they're not convincing. They're not convincing, and Freo are not that bad. North Quickly North. touching on. I could see Rory Lobb tearing this game apart with no recognised ruckman to go up against him. Quickly touching on last week, I don't give a shit about the Dan Ra- Dan Dane Rampy <coughs> post climb because we all know that's a free kick by the whistle. Essendon. That's why we haven't touched on, on it because it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But they're even talking about it. If you're an Essendon fan or an Essendon coach, whose hands do you want that ball in when the siren goes? And David sister, Myers. David Myers. Why that's the he... worst kick David Myers has produced since he's been at Essendon. Why didn't he go to the top? He, he could make that with a drop. Oh, he actually man. said that his hands are fucked. And he said he can't hold the footy for a torp anymore. What? Which I wouldn't have thought it was that hard. <laughs> what? Anyway. Uh, How does he spoil? That's, that, that's outrageous. What? That can't be real. That's, that's what he said. He said that. He said that. He said, so his hands are so fucked, he can't hold it for a torp. He's like, yeah. It's like E.T. Have you seen, have you seen Kingpin? He's like Roy Munson with the claws. Yes. Like, he's like he said, I can't hold a torp. Wouldn't holding a torp be right, no on. more and difficult? <laughs> just with the... <laughs> Wouldn't, he's doing the electricity. Wouldn't holding a torp be no more difficult than holding a drop punt? Oh. Hey, don't shoot the messenger, Sean. I think he's... You, he is, You've made that up. He, <laughs> no, he did not make it up. <laughs> You've made that up. Bullshitting us. North Melbourne, Sydney down at Blundstone Arena. North Melbourne surely win this. Could nil all draw. Marley Williams back. Scott Thompson back. Luke McDonald back. Durden out, of course, suspended. A little bit unlucky with a head clash. Oh, he hasn't won a brown line. He hasn't won a brown line. No. Uh, and then Jack. It was, I, Jack. I just assumed his name's Jack. I've never fucking heard of Robottom. James, James, whatever. Yeah, North Melbourne, North Sydney, Sydney are uh, ordinary. Could be the worst team in the comp. Well, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Becky, um, Becky, shout out to Kelly. Shout out to Kelly. Shout out to Becky Lynch. Sunday, Port Adelaide play Gold Coast at Adelaide Oval. Port you, Adelaide. You would ex- Although they have a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries. Yeah. Oh, but Connor Rosie's playing. Please, Port. Butters, Atley, Laddams, Bonner, Frampton, May, uh, Mays, Garner, all in. Burton Hamstring, which is a shame for him. Yeah, it's Sam May's debut. We were apparently interested in Sam Mays yeah. for a little bit, but he obviously landed at Port. Gold Coast, Will Brody in, Day yeah, in. Yeah, no, Port, Port. Didn't say, so was Day the one that did his hip? Yes, pre-season yeah, last year. Yeah, awful. All right, it was in the Herald Sun. Fuck, I've got to log in. No. His comment says, I can't kick a tort with these mangled hands, was the actual How does words. he pick up the ball in general? Sean, he didn't talk about that in this. He's leading you on, Timbo. He's having Timbo. a lend. Timbo, you can't. This is mangled hands. He's having a lend, mate. What, is that a fucking condition now? David Myers, two weeks, mangled hands. <laughs> you got a fucking mangled head. Um, sorry, before we move on, uh, Ben King is listed to debut. Exciting for Gold Coast, He's which is Gold Coast which, yeah, good to have a look at. Obviously, well, Max, Max King played reserves. 
I did hear that he was... Got, got through, had seven touches. So he was unspec- the unspectacular, but that's okay. He got through. Yeah, that's, uh, Richmond and Hawthorne at the MCG. Uh, Richmond, welcome back. Vlosten and Rioli and Townsend. Townsend's been a bit out of favour this season. It's been sort of strange to observe. Nancurvis misses with a groin, which is no good, which is why Ivan Soldo's in. Jesus. Whoa. <clears throat> we thought our ruck uh, depth was troublesome. Um, and Hawthorne at the moment have just named uh, Miles Glass. Brandon Nash looks like the Box Hill Hawks in. It really genuinely does. I would have done that dozens of times. Hmm. Uh, Richmond for me. Yeah, I think Richmond pulling together to be able to get across to Frio and have a win with injuries is showing a fair bit of class and effort. And, and they're to, to make sure that they have some relevance this season, they've got to just strip as many as they can at this stage of the season because I think they said... Cochin will be back in two or three weeks, so they're mm. still waiting for him. Um, I'm actually going to go Hawthorne. I'm going Hawthorne too. Thanks for the thanks for the leg up. Give us the letter. Is that the last game? No, uh, no. I haven't done the Blues game yet. I'll take that. So I've gone Richmond there, and then lastly, um, no, I thought I had something more to add on Richmond. I don't. Greater Western Sydney host Carlton, obviously. Mumford in, Whitfield in. Uh, Haitley, Deledio, Keith, Perryman, so handy ins. Cornelio out with a finger, which is handy for us. Obviously, he doesn't want to play against his new teammates. Uh, Langford misses as well. For us, McCready's in, which is good to see. I thought he may have been a potential in um, with a couple of our defensive outs, so it's good that he's listed at least. Newman as well. Uh, O'Brien, Kennedy, good to see him get a look in. Uh, Garlett, small forward maybe. Off, off the halfback. Hopefully not. Where he played and for season. Solo, who will be a medium forward if he gets the nod. Plowman, obviously, with a cheekbone, which is unfortunate. And Williamson with a hyperextended back. Yeah, it didn't said. sound like a good injury at all, did it? No. So we'll watch that one. They said a couple of weeks. So we'll keep an eye on that. I'd almost rather him. Every other injury seems severe. But you don't, anything but his back. Mm. Anything but his back. Spot do on. a shoulder. Do do. Do something else. At least we know it's unrelated. We've spoken about the Blues plenty. Who's winning? I think GWS win. I'm taking the Blues. I'm taking the Blue Baggers. Okay. I hope the Blues win. Don't get me wrong. Fab will have you believe that I hate Carlton, but I want no, him to no, win. No, no, no. You, I'm not saying that. See, this is where at the start of the pod you bring up how many games I go to versus how many games no, you, you go to. No, I'm not, I'm not tipping it saying that you don't care. I was using it as the notion to say that you are accusing me of not caring. No, no, did you say you don't absolutely care? Absolutely incorrect. Or did I say he's fucking pessimistic? He's, pessimistic. He's sort of Johnny Raincloud. He insinuated that I would have been unhappy with us winning. No, I insinuated that you were unhappy with our effort. Mm. Just want to, want to make one point. You've got two seconds. How many, how, many, how many marks inside 50 for Collingwood were taken on Lockie Plowman? A lot. But they're all on the lead. They were. They were. I would have put. I don't think he did a lot wrong. But I, I just wonder if it's like when Lockie has the ball in hand running off the back line as a tallish player, he uses the ball really well. We and needed to identify a, a lot earlier that they were isolating Plowman and exploiting Plowman's lack of speed on the lead. Yep. We needed to put um, like Marchbank. Yep. Because they were taking Plowman to the goal square, being the one in the goal square, whether it was on uh, Stevenson or Elliott or Dugowie. Dugowie. Yep. I think we needed to just go, whoever's in the goal square, it's Marchbank. We, did, we didn't adapt to it. We didn't it, do it. It's just or some, even something weird, to watch over the next month. Even just, in a weird sort of sense. Well, is, were, that, is he out with the depressed fracture of the cheekbone? Yeah. Yep. Even if they so were sitting there going... Minor, minor. Even, even to make them say, you're not going to get us on the lead like that, 
chance your arm, go deep, and say, we'll put Williamson on whoever's there. Yep. If it's going to be a running race. Yep. And it just didn't react to that. But that's good coaching. Um, we're going to move on now to something else. Uh, what's NBA the draft. What's the ladder? Ladder. Uh, Sean 36, Tim 33, Fab 43. Fuck, you went one in front last week. I've got a couple that you didn't, but I think you got Yeah, we, 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 got, we picked a couple up early and then lost a few later. And then lost late, yeah. Um, I want to really briefly, really briefly talk about F1 have announced they're going back to Zandvoort, which is in Holland, which is just clearly a response to Max Verstappen's rising star. There hasn't been a Dutch Grand Prix since 1985. Um, disastrous cool. move coming up. They've dropped Spain off the list. and they're going All together? To, yep. So Fuck the, So out. the rumour is that... Spain has still have the European Grand no. Prix? No. Ah. Okay. So Spain will... So it was Estoril before. That was in Portugal. It's Portugal, there you go. Um, so Close. Zandvoort, basically, I think it's a disaster only for the sense that it'll look great on TV because the stands will be fucking packed. It'll be orange hats, orange flags, whatever. The track Clogs is, galore. Clogs galore. The, the track is a scale electrics track. Oh, yeah, okay. It's awful. <laughs> yep. There'll be no passing. It'll be like Monaco. Oh, it'll be, it'll be literally, which is what, funnily, uh, sorry, Barcelona is. There's no passing. What's that turn of Baku that looks like it could barely fit? They go fit. up the castle. It could barely fit a fucking Formula One car. Yeah, a couple of guys came like undone. It's zigzags, but they just take a straight line between... It just, just looks like walls and It's barriers. basically just over the width of a car. Jesus. They go up it. A few guys came undone. but So Zandvoort onto the onto the, um, the grid. Uh, they've also got to make room for Vietnam, which will come in next year as well, which puts into question a couple of tracks, which is interesting. I, for one, have always said that they need to protect... Legacy races, so there needs to be a British Grand Prix. There needs to be an Italian Grand Prix. There needs to be a French, a German, and I think they need to have Spa because Spa is Spa. They lost Spa for a while. They lost Spa for a while. So it's interesting that they want to add new tracks and take it to new places, which is fine. Or in this case, go back to Holland, which had hosted quite a few. How many, how many races in the Southern Hemisphere is there? Only two. No, nah, well, there's Brazil, Malaysia, there's Malaysia um, as well. Yeah, Singapore, Singapore, Australia. Um, Bahrain, obviously, that wouldn't be. Yeah, that'd be north. Um, so it's probably four. Just try to think where there's other ones. Nothing in Argentina. Nothing in Argentina at the moment. But yeah, so and they obviously they want to add another one in America. So at the moment they've got proximity. Circ- Europe is more important than what hemisphere it is. It's in. Oh no doubt, no doubt. And there's a lot more landmass in the. And they they, all, they often don't like the southern hemisphere ones because of time difference. Yeah, of course. And for the bigger markets, they can't watch it. So that's just a bit of a watch this space, as well as next weekend, which is Are Monaco. Still at Imola? Are they still at San Marino? Haven't been at, yeah, I haven't been at Imola for ages. That was one of the classics, one of the first classics to drop off. And then you actually look back and it's quite funny. You look at Malaysia, which I think is dropping off as well. That might be the one to go for Vietnam. But there's been like 20 Malaysian Grand Prix. Wow. Which is quite funny. People are like, oh, it's a new circuit. You go, there's been more races at Malaysia than somewhere like fucking Donington. What was the Malaysian circuit called? Sepang. Sepang. That's right. Sepang. Kuala, well, it was in Malaysia. Kuala Lumpur. Uh, the F1 Grand Prix was on and didn't go. Could have checked it out. Uh, just, just make sure you don't. Mind. Just make sure you don't uh, take your clothes off. Yes. Get what? beheaded or something like that over there. Don't you know, the guys were wearing the budgie smugglers. They got in trouble. That's right. Don't recall that. They're Australians. Uh, NBA draft. You got. We were running draft out of draft lottery. Time. Let's just make, clear that it was up. Draft lottery. Draft lottery. I'm giving you. I'm giving you. Four minutes and 40 seconds. Well, I think for the first time ever, what they've done this time is every single draft pick gets pulled out of the lottery, whereas once they just pull out the first pick and regardless of where you were, you would, that pick would come come out and then everybody like lined up behind you, so to speak, 
whereas now it was every single pick. Fab's rolling his eyes as he does. Well, I think that's I think that's what they did. So if you were top three, you were always guaranteed. If you finished bottom three, you were always guaranteed a top four draft pick. It was just would you end up with pick one or not? Yeah. Whereas now it's you're all in there. You're all it was in. A thousand balls. Yep. And the worst team, the worst team, should get like four hundred balls. Well, they do. That's exactly what happens. No, don't they get like two hundred balls? No, well, there was, well there, I think the bottom three, three, three all have the same amount. Yeah. This year, so Which, they all had equal chance of having pick one, and none of them got so it. Out of the thousand balls, they all had one hundred and forty balls. Yep. They Each. need more. Well, it's one in seven chance. But you need to like. It's just one of those things so where you sit there and you go, "Well, we desperately need." The Suns. We are the worst yeah, team in the competition. Tanked. These teams have tanked. Have they though? Yeah, they have. The Suns. I the always Cavs, argue though that. And the Knicks had the worst records, and they all had that 140 balls, so 14 percent chance. And, and they then, ended then up it was with the Bulls three, with 12, five, and 12 and a half percent. Yeah. How many and teams only are in one the, of them? Is in the top three. How many teams are in the lottery? 14. Every team that's no. not playing playoffs. See, I, I almost reckon the lottery should be, if they want to make it a lottery, should be the bottom four teams in each conference. Just, or, I think they should, to be honest with you, they need to piss off a lot of the conferences. It should just be the eight worst records. Well, it's the 14 worst records. Just be the eight worst records, and you sit there and go, because... But what if you're the ninth worst, like... And well, you're, you're the ninth worst record. You're the ninth. You sit there and go, well, what if you're the tenth? Well, then you worst go record? should have tanked a little bit more and gone in the bottom eight. I mean, that's what you're well, trying to get. What if you're the fifteenth worst record and you get knocked out in straight well, you're sets? You're playing finals. You well, get knocked out without you swept. But you got a chance. I just reckon you had a chance. I just reckon. So you're telling me there's a chance? You can't have what is notionally the best team to not play playoffs, who might have only just missed out, yeah, getting get the, the best pick. pick. It's just nonsense. Look, given that it is a system that uh, that seeks equalisation. Yes, but it is. It is hard for the team that genuinely needs the most talent. But too often, teams that have actively tanked are getting the reward. Now, it means that teams that are playing will be playing on their merits more because oh. they still have the chance. They're not guaranteed of getting the picks that they want. Everyone believes. So therefore, they're better off to entertain, and that's what the NBA wants. They want better games all the time. Everyone believes in equalization. Until it's them that needs it, that needs the pick. And then you need more. Everyone, like the Sydney Swans, you'll hate me saying this, Timbo, the <laughs> Swannies, they're all for equalisation, they're all for this, that, and the other, but when it's them with their asses dragging on the ground, they'll be the ones sitting there going, this doesn't work. Oh, Everyone absolutely. believes in socialism until they've actually got to start fucking, you know. Digging in. Digging in. Um, what are we moving on to now? Well, can we talk about who got, got pick one and the machinations right, of so the lottery? Do we need to? Look, the top. Well, we need to look. The top three picks is where you want it to land. Yep. There's three absolute guarantees in this draft. Can you talk into the microphone? I'm, I'm talking. Uh, into hello. The no, Tim's good. Tim's good. Was Thank I not you. talking into the microphone? Yeah, you're a you're bit pretty faint. close. You're a bit faint. Even now. So now pick good. one. Pick one ends up going to the New Orleans Pelicans, and the irony. The kid that everybody wants is Zion Williams. Williams. Well, Zion is Pete. Zion. Zion. And they've basically said, Pelicans. If they're losing Anthony Davis, would they may seek the number one pick so they can replace him, replace AD with Zion? And would teams, if they got pick one, give it up to be able to get AD if they've got Zion themselves? Now it's the beautiful situation of, as it stands right now, I don't the Pels have both. Could they possibly keep both? There's such a small market. The answer is probably nobody, not. Nobody wants. This to is going to sound the fucking 
Pelicans. This is going to sound big end of town, but like it's this is worst case scenario for the NBA. Oh, oh it's it's horrendous. The NBA, want, the NBA, and I'm not being self indulgent here. The NBA wanted him in three cities: New York, New York, Chicago, Chicago, LA. 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 That's it. That's what they wanted. I think you'll get there eventually. Not to Chicago. Oh, look, he might, the but not the immediate Chicago term. Is if you landed there via the draft. Maybe. So second pick was uh, Vancouver Grizzlies. Uh, and they moved. Hell. They moved from eighth to second. I, I reckon there's a whole lot of people who don't mind the NBA will actually not even know that Vancouver has a team. No, they're in Memphis, mate. But um, well, they are now. I always call them the Vancouver yeah, Grizzlies. But, but yeah, like the Grizzlies, people go, "What? Who?" Yeah, they um, they're probably going to take the point guard, Jar Morant, Jar Morant. But it means that Mike Conley, who they've had for ten years and been a really, really good player, is okay. all of a sudden. A very good chance He'll of being traded. He'll go to the Suns. Could do. Could do. Uh, and then pick three. New York Knicks stay in the top three, so they're at least happy with that. And they're probably taking RJ Barrett, the shooting guard. And preseason, he was talked about as possibly being pick one. And these other couple of guys have probably just out- outperformed. He hasn't been bad, um, but it's if you go end up, it's a year, good year to have a pick three. I think if the third, if the Lakers had pick three. Now, they're looking to move pick four and another pick. They're trying to... What we think is going to happen is they'll acquire pick seven from the Bulls. Yep. For Ball. Lonzo for Lonzo Ball. Ball um, which is a win-win for both teams. I think so. And then, obviously, marry the four and seven up to get Anthony And Davis. probably a player. And they'd hope not to lose a, a Kyle Kuzma or a... No, if um, you're doing four and seven... I think it's enough. Mm. But if the Lakers had managed to get that third pick... Yeah. And moved three for Anthony Davis, three and some change. Barrett and Zion together, the mm. Duke combination, because these two have played off each other all season. You can build something with that. Can't that you? would have been something too. Well, then can the yeah? If the Pels end up with four and seven, do they do a trade for three and something? The Knicks need every position. They need everything they can get. So, yeah. No. Why don't they just do it through free agency? Oh, they get well, well. They'll do that too. They're going to pick up KD and most likely Kyrie. But they really, yeah. They, they, well, they can afford room it. for two max contracts. They traded agents, away yeah. Pozingas during the year, coming mm. off the ACL, purely to be able to set themselves up for two max contracts. It's just who are the two max contracts? If, if they landed Zion, they would have been <coughs> on their way to being a power power side. Yes, yeah. I've said this time and time again. Why wouldn't you want to be the biggest thing in New York? As a LeBron, as a KD, as a, it's just it's just weird to me. I just think because Porzingis was Latvian. Oh I just no, but don't in the sense that fits. in the sense that if you were like a really huge big ticket free agent, sit there and oh, go be the it. biggest KD's thing. KD's going to New York. It's just weird. Take that to the bank. Yeah, I think someone I said, think I heard this. Someone said, and they were, and they were laughing, especially given the Golden State are winning by twenty-two points without him. No, someone laughed at this assertion, and like oh, once again, Fabian will love this. Well, I don't. Watch a lot of basketball. You, you sarcastically saying this? I don't watch this a lot of a lot of basketball. But somebody made the point as a, like they were a, a pretty massive Golden State fan, and they said, "Don't get me wrong, KD's magnificent." He goes, "I think we're better without him." And everyone goes, "No one's better without KD." And someone goes, "Well, I think we just play more organic basketball because we were champions without him." That's right. And now we just play like we were then. He goes, "KD's fantastic." He goes, it, it forces like, them, but it, it forces more. As well. oh, no, yeah. He's injured as well. Well, it, it forces them to play team basketball, which with the talent that they've got when they move the ball well and they're less predictable, 
because it's, 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 they play better. Because it sort of sounds strange. This guy, he goes, we were sort of accommodating a player who was a luxury. He just happened to be one of the very best players in the competition. Slide indoors moment. Yeah. And then we'll move off the NBA. Obviously, Harden, KD, and Russell were all together at at the Thunder. Wow. And have all been split up. Now, end of last season, Boogie Cousins moves from New Orleans over to Golden State. Golden State. If he's still at New Orleans, they've got Cousins, Anthony Davis, and now Zion. Shit. <laughs> well, they don't necessarily have... How good is this guy? Everyone was talking about him. I've Take literally it. never seen him play. His highlights, he just takes no, the piss. No, Boogie. No, Boogie's oh, Boogie. a big man. Boogie's, Very good big Boogie's man. a big man Enforcer. with great footwork But and he said he's skill. on the bench. He came off. He did Achilles last season yep. and he's just been rebuilding and he was able to sign a, a mid-max contract for They've one season. On okay. We haven't spoken about this. You've got 15 seconds to speak about Kawhi Leonard. He's a, he's a megastar. Does, does, he, does he go to the Lakers? Maybe. I yeah, reckon maybe. I reckon if they can pull off a miracle, he stays. I just can't see him staying in Is Toronto. he a free agent? Yeah. Yeah. So why wouldn't he just go to the Lakers? He can, but if they win a title in Toronto. Who cares? Well, I think we said preseason he's a bit of a eccentric kind a of one a character. And done. So Where? so what 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 will what will float his boat along the way? Is he the sort of guy that will stay in a in a small market? Because he gets paid the same amount regardless of where he goes. This is the ironic thing. So you're talking. You, big you either three. go the best place to be able to try and win a title, or the best place to be able to utilize your Just get identity for later on in life. So, and the answer to that is LA. But you talk about big three. Once again, once again. And this is the thing. A lot of players don't want to play with LeBron because everyone wants to be the man. Yep. But talk about like to the layperson. Well, wouldn't LeBron, Kawhi, and AD be an amazing trio? Be phenomenal. Is big. Does it matter? You got a point. You got a point guard in. But who, like, guard. I mean, who cares? LeBron plays point guard basically. That's the he's issue. A, he's sometimes he is a forward, but he usually LeBron handles the ball more when, than he probably should. When Kyrie was handling, I agree that I do point. agree with that. Well, won't Kawhi just do that? No, mate, that's not his position. I just don't think it's. A, you say, oh, they're too tall, but it's like doesn't it matter. Everyone's tall. fucking they're just, tall. They're just they're all basically forwards. And these days, uh, uh, there's no real centre. Can they all got small play. forward, small forward, yeah, power forward? Can they all center. shoot? They can all shoot. Can yeah. all shoot. So why does it matter? They're all phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, but who's running the point? Who's Probably bringing Kawhi. the ball down the court and basically running the offense? Magic Johnson. Jason Kidd. <laughs> uh, we're going to move off. Anyone else want to talk about anything before the quiz? No, I'm good. I think I've said everything that I really... Oh, the only thing I was going to say was today, Brook Lopez, 29 points, 11 rebounds, four blocks. Um, Never heard of him. <laughs> he's he one of the twins. Um, and Milwaukee just outworked him. You know, 45 to 38 rebounds. Offensive rebounds were 12 to 8, and blocks were 11 to 4. And that, that's just... A couple of days extra break. Working Plus hard. they were at home. I wouldn't read too much into Kids, that. inexperienced. Texter. You're a dickhead, Sean. Timbo needs a texter. Timbo. I don't have texters. I can't score a point when things are going well. Now, Tim. Yes. Lift, mate. Last week was it was embarrassing. Got, no, no, it's just my 90s and noughties recall isn't as good as what yours is. Question number one. I don't have a texter. I gave it up. To Tim. This is right up Timbo's alley. 
Question one. Question one. Still the same bidding system? Still the same blind bidding system. Okay. Since the first VFL-AFL draft, Carlton has had 35 first-round draft picks. How many can you name? So any player to have been taken in the first round. Oh, how many can we name? Yeah. Stop showing Tim your board. Tim, can you see my board from there? No. Thank you. Um, Come on, Tim, just bid. Make the bidding process quick. Timbo's gone for 20. Fabian's gone for 15. It's all yours, Timbo. Give me give me your 20. Jesus, 20. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Walsh. Can you count along, uh, Fabian? Walsh is... Hold on. Give me... You know what I'm going to do, Yeah, actually. that's right. Go. Walsh. No, hold on, hold Walsh. on. I've got, got an idea. i got an idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to colour fill my cells. Yes, Walsh. One. Pick Stonker. one. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Pick eight, pick 19, so he qualifies yep. this past year. Dow. Paddy Dow qualifies, of course. He was pick number... Three. Sorry, I just lost him on my board. They're all in alphabetical order, but that one wasn't. Yes? O'Brien. Lockie O'Brien, of course, was pick number 10 in 2017. Petrevsky seaton Pick number six in 2016. So that's five. He's got five. So, the next pick that year was Fisher, and he was a second rounder. Hurry up, Timbo. I'm just working my way through this slowly. I'm standing the pressure like I should be. Wietering. Jacob Wietering was number one, of course, in 2015. Mackay. Harry Mackay was to pick number 10 in 2015. Charlie Curnow is... See, this is done. It's weird. It's gone a bit of out of order. He was picked 12. Sorry, yeah. my alphabetical. They're like roughly alphabetical. It's yeah. weird. David Cunningham. David Cunningham, pick number 23, just Timbo, a first-round draft pick in 2015. Okay. This is this is where things get a bit challenging. So you got nine. Okay. Gibbs. Bryce Gibb, pick number one in 2006. Murphy. Uh, no, pick number one in 2005. Kennedy. Pick number four in 2005. I honestly don't know how this has happened. They're all like in weird order. Keep Cru- going, Timmy. Cruiser. Pick number one in 2007. Jordan Russell. Pick number nine in 2004. How many has he got? Uh, 14. 14. If I get 15, does he get nothing? No. He can win... His, if I get more than his bid, how does he just get his answer bid? That, that. I actually like that's a good question. I think he can get I'll think about it. I got an I got a solution for you. Now is this national draft? Yes. Yes. Come on, mate. How many's he got? Fourteen. Oh. It's a very obvious one. I'm sure, sure, sure there is. Sean. No fucking layups. There's a couple actually. Sean, but we have to have drafted them. We drafted them. Sean, yeah. the deep cuts, I, I the deep Sean. cuts, I forgive. Sean, I'm going to throw an unlidded pen right at you. Be very disappointed if that hit me and Watson. the mark. Matthew Watson, Jesus, pick number eighteen in 2010. Come on, Tim. I'm just going through the years. Find them. Too. You get a you get a buzzy mount. Like you get oh, a bullshit. Give, no, adequate, how many's, no, how many's he got? Adequate amount of time. How many's he got? He's got fifteen. He's got fifteen. He's, he's hidden. He's hidden the, the the thin edge. What are the thin edge of the uh, the pie here? <clears throat> what do you got there? 
I'm going to go James Cook. James Cook. Pick number two in 1990. I like it. Deep cut. So I've got four to go. I've got four to go. Come on, Timbo. Come on, Tim. I'm going to go Dominic Fotia. Dominic Fotia, pick number 12 in 1986. How many is he up to? 17? 17. Mm. What are we thinking here, Timbo? Come on. There's some, there's some fucking obvious ones on the table, mate. No, I'm sure there is. It's just I've got to find them. A Scotty Camparelli. Scotty Camporeale? Camporeale? Camporeale. Yep, pick number 16, 1994. Funny, so we were apparently sniffing around uh, Mickey O as well. Yeah, okay. Happy with who we got. We would have been 18. happy with either or. So we had 35 first round. Come on, Timbo. Come on, Tim. I'm trying to go through that fucking sh- Oh. Come on, Tim. I think he's- Wayne Bokehurst a first round draft pick? Well, are you putting him up? Yeah. Look at that. Blaine Bocorse, pick 19 in 2014. One more, Tim. Is it really one more? Yeah, I've got 19. He needs one more, mate. You've got a couple of fucking layups. Sean, (laughs) shut up. I'm working my way through this. It's going over sans lid. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to run over fucking time just with this. No, no. Well, I'm just trying to go through those years. 15 seconds. No, no, fuck off. You're getting close, Timbo. So, yeah. I'd, I'd forgive you if you had a couple of these guys already. No, 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 no it's all right, because there was three drafts in a row. Oh, what about the bloke with the blonde hair? The halfback flanker. Come on. Who's with the... the, the, the sending the dick pics. Say his name. I'm fucking looking at him. I can't think of his name. Fremantle. Yeah, I know. His, his old man played at Fremantle. Yes. Josh. He's, he's almost there. <laughs> he's almost Sink the there. boots into it, Timbo. It's not coming. Oh, <laughs> oh boots. He's got it. Oh, jeez. So he has got it. That's the 20. Here are the ones you left Chris on the table. Yaron. Here's the ones you left on the table, Timbo. Patrick Cripps. Yeah, he goes okay. Sean Hampson. Damien Hampson. Luke Livingston, Stephen Edgar, oh. Chris Massey, Kane Lucas, Luke, yeah. Peter Bubner, <laughs> Andrew Mackay, Troy Menzel, yeah. Trent Spawn, Murray Vance, Andrew Walker, Simon Wiggins, Chris Massey, Chris Yaron. You say Chris Massey? Yes. Yeah. So you, to be to be fair to you, you got like James Cook, Dom Fotia. <laughs> I tell you, I go Boker. I go better he's, back he's through Hammer. the 80s. You got I Blaine Bokehorst. was a priority pick. Well, he's technically before the second round. So I was a little bit forgiving because even a guy and like... Sean Green. Did you say Sean Green? No, so he was at the start. So he was next. He was a pick after Sean So he Sean was Hampton. the first yeah. pick in the second so, round. So yeah, technically, okay. I, I was a bit lenient with guys like Murphy's a priority pick. Yeah, but yeah, he's, yeah, the, okay. he's the first round. I'll take round. your point. I'll take your point. Um, fucking, geez, we got through that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, Tim, 20 points on the board. Wowza. It's the first time I've gotten on the board. Oh, but no, you were on the board a couple of weeks ago. You just you duck-egged it last week. Um, next question. Let's fucking fly through this. Come on, Tim. Sorry. Going back hard. To, there was 20 of them. There was a lot of them. Going back to 2000. With the NBA draft lottery having just passed, how many NBA number one draft picks can you name, starting at the year 2000? Uh, 
this is always a tricky one. Like even me, I was going through and I'm looking at names and I, uh, some of them I didn't know. And then others was weird because I was like, obviously team A took them, but traded them immediately. Yeah, that's and right. And you're like, oh, I didn't even, oh, wow. Didn't even realize they had the number one pick and they, they traded it away. You know. Trying to remember was the number one pick last year. That's always a good start. Yeah. That's always a good place to begin. Who was it? I'll struggle here to get. <clears throat> this is where it becomes tricky because you've you got to make up a little bit of ground. Tim's nailed the really good one up top to get himself 20. Going to need your bids shortly. It's always that thing, isn't it? In NBA, the number one pick is, or in, any, in American sport in general, the number one pick is celebrated, but... Just because of the nature and their philosophy for drafting, it's often not the consensus number one pick, is it? You sit there and go, well, we wouldn't have necessarily taken mm. him at one because he's not what we need. And you sort of follow That's the... since 2000. Since 2000. Yeah. I've got a feeling Tim's going to pluck some like from the early 90s or I'm something. I'm not looking at your board, mate. <laughs> Good. Going to get your bids in in 10 seconds. Count it down. Fabian's gone for eight. Tim has gone for six. Fabian, the board is yours. Shit, 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 shit. Zion Williamson count? No. (laughs) Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz is there. 2007. Hold on. What the fuck happened then? 2017. Sorry, sorry. I clicked the board and it went... Oh, it's a hot link in my um, Excel spreadsheet. Yes, that's one. Give us two when you're ready. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is... Correct. He's there, but sorry, the, no, my board's all over, all out of whack. Sorry, that's definitely there. He was uh, obviously 2011. Derek Rose. Oh, your boy. Derek Rose, of course, 2008. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is there, 2012. So how many is that? Four. Four. Jesus. <laughs> What have we got here? Come on. What's number five? So what have I got? If, which you players? Eight, you've got four. You've got Rose, Davis, Irving, Fultz. Yes. Andrew Bogut? Andrew Bogut, of course, is correct. 2005. Kevin Durant? Two. Boom! <laughs> oh, no. He's maxed out at, uh, at five there. Microfracture surgery. Greg Oden, pick one. So with that, uh, Timbo claims the six points. He's going to get one right. Greg he did, Oden. He did get one right. I just right. said dickhead. <laughs> oh, Timbo's <laughs> in with a sniff. No, Timbo's in with a sniff here. Oh, he's loving it. I don't know the next topic. I'm bidding 40 and blowing you out the water. <laughs> Question number three. I've got Do a you know f- a bloke named Ben Simmons? Yeah, he was on my board. You could have had, uh, on, I don't know how to say this, Andrea Bargani? Bagnani. Bagnani. Yeah. From, Who was uh, the fat bloke, Toronto? Anthony, whatever his name was, that went to Cleveland? The Canadian guy. Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, cat. Yeah. You could have had... Oh, go, go through him. You could have had the Italian guy, Bagnani, Andrew Wiggins, Anthony Bennett, Ben Simmons. Anthony Bennett. Blake Griffin. Ooh, yeah. DeAndre Ayton, Dwight Howard, John Wall, Carl Anthony Towns, Kenyon Martin, Kwame Brown, LeBron James. <laughs> was, uh, I thought it was... Yeah, I was thinking maybe late 90s. Like 90s. Yeah, or uh, yeah, last there in my little alphabetical Yao Ming. Big Yao. Big Yao. Um, question number three. 
The Matildas squad was announced this weekend for the World Cup in France, the Australian national team, of course. <laughs> Fabian's gone for one. Ballsy. It's leaving a lot of tape. So basically, pretty simple, 23 women squad. Uh, how many can you name? <laughs> Outbid me. I dare you to because you don't know more than one either. Twenty-three. I'm bidding one. Building bidding one. 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 Well, Timbo, two. You can fucking take it. Just two. Who's the other striker? <laughs> there was another striker Jesus. who was scoring on, goals. He's, he's going to put a bid in. He's going to put a bid in. Come on, time well, him out. Well, I'll bid two. Okay. Go for it. Who have you got for me? Just give me a little moment. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So a difficult one. So you bid into who's you, who's your one, Timbo? Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr is one. Shit. We can't even steal this. <laughs> <laughs> one, we did have another good striker for a while. We've got a couple of other good strikers. I think the one you're thinking of is still there. I'm trying to find a name. You know what? I'll, all, the only name that I can find is... What is it? Darcy Vessio. <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> no, well, that's not my answer. That's not. It's all that's coming into my mind at the moment. At the moment, I don't think Fabian could steal it even if he wants to. I could. Oh, oh shit. Actually, well, she wouldn't have made it. I think you may as well just mention it. Just roll the dice. The Australian bowler. Elise Perry. Elise Perry. Is that she, your final answer? Well, it'll be wrong, but yes, it's my it's final incorrect. answer. incorrect. You can claim your one point, Fabian. With a correct answer. One correct answer for one. I'm thinking a goalkeeper. Does her surname start with B? Uh, I don't know. It's in alphabetical order. It doesn't have Bar- positions. Barbieri. Well, I can't. Barbieri. Is your first name Barbie and her surname no, no, Airy? No, um, is, that your, is that your final answer? That's my final answer. It's not there. So both of you draw duck eggs on that one. Hey, I've got one. She, she, oh, yeah, I don't get my two, though. She was in my... In I, my almost, <laughs> I almost feel... Like giving Tim that one. Uh, Lydia Williams, Gemma Simon, uh, Avi Luke, Claire Polkinghorne, Laura Alloway, Chloe, uh, Chloe Logazzo, she's a good player, uh, Steph Cately, Elise Calland Knight, Caitlin Ford, Emily Van Egmond, Lisa Devanna. I thought someone That's might have one. had Lisa Devanna. That's the Devanna. one I was trying to get. Tegan, Melissa Barbieri was a goalkeeper. Tegan Micah, uh, Tamika Yallop, Nibut, Alana Kennedy, Emily Jelnick, uh, Hayley Razzo, Mary Fowler, she's like 16, Mary Fowler. Shit. Uh, Mackenzie Arnold, Katrina Gorey, Sam Kerr, Ellie Carpenter, Amy Harrison, or Tegan Allen would have got you the points. Fabian, you're in trouble here. You're in deep, deep trouble. Right, we, we gave a layup to Tim last week to try and get him back into it, but you know. Question number four. How many current world boxing champions can you name? Men's world boxing champions. Any current male boxing champion? Obviously, Timbo mentioned there was one in the news. I love how you give Timbo the layup question with his 40 answers. There was Timbo, Timbo mentioned earlier he was in the news. One of them was in the news earlier this week, which is why the questions made it. And a little bit of a shout-out to Alex Billen, Don, Deontay Watch. It's a tricky one. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot. I don't know whether he still holds it, though. 13 weight, 14 weight divisions, 15, 16 weight divisions. Jesus, it's a lot of weight divisions. You'd have like 60 boxes there, wouldn't you? All right, that's my bid. Bidding three. You're not supposed to say it's a solemn bid, dickhead. Well, he's not bidding more than that. It's got three written down. Not that I can read that far, but... 
No, come on. Quickly. Well, I'll bid four right, go, and go. try and get another one along the way. Let's go. Let's make your answers quick. Stop thinking. Let's go. Here, let's hear him, Timbo. you got four. Deontay Wilder. Yes, he's the WBC heavyweight champion. Tyson Fury. Yeah, he's not. Is he not? No. He's just lost to Deontay Wilder. Here we go. Let's give you three. You can get one correct answer for three. Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua is the WBO, IBF, and WBA heavyweight champion of the world. That's all I needed. So you got your three. You're back in the... Floyd Mayweather? That's who I had too. But I wasn't sure whether he actually still holds it. I don't know if he does. He's not on this list. There you go. (laughs) Get the natural line. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a few Ukrainians and sort of Russian guys there. Quite a lot. Are the Klitschko's still up there or are they no no, longer there? No, they're no longer there. Is Canelo Uh, one of them? He, yes, he's in there. Uh, Terence Crawford's another relatively high-profile guy you, you may have had if you're interested. The bloke interested. who beat our, our bloke, isn't Yes, it? yes, yes. Um, the bloke who beat our bloke. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you got? You got two three. or three? Three. So you got three. <coughs> so, so at the moment, it's uh, 26 to three. So Fabian, right. you need a big win here. All right. Last question for all the peanuts. I went and Have saw, the balls to give me a chance to go for 24. I went and saw John Wick Chapter 3 today. How many Keanu Reeves films? Well, I'm going to go can with you name? 23. 23 won't get you the win. I'll go with 24. Fabian's gone for 24. Timbo's gone for 16. All right. Um, Does he have to get the names right? I, and be lenient with the names, will you? Be lenient with the names. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. You've got, you've got to need 24 for the win. Okay. We're running out of time. Lakehouse. One. Bill and Ted, one. Oh, oh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Two. Oh, Bill and Ted two. That's what I said. Don't don't be. Give me give me Bill and Ted two. And I'm gonna claim Bill and Ted three, which is in. Uh, you can't claim Bill and Ted three. Okay. So Bill and Ted one and two. Would have liked you to have said Bogus Journey, but yeah, John Wick bogus. chapters one, two, and three. Yep, you got six. The Matrix seven. Two and no, three. No, two and two three. and three right. will not cut the mustard on the phrase. I have two and three. Matrix won't. Reloaded, Matrix Revolution. Perfect. Nine. Um, uh, speed. Ten. Keanu Reeves. Uh, the Surfer movie. What's that called? Uh, Point Break. Great film. Eleven. There, he played uh, former Ohio Buckeyes quarterback Johnny, Johnny Utah. Utah. In Point Break, he played former Ohio's Buckeye, Ohio Buckeyes quarterback in another movie as well. The um, 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 uh, the replacements number twelve, yeah, the dead. replacements. So you're halfway there. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I got five more. Shit. Six, if you let me have one on a technicality. <laughs> Does it have to be a feature length movie? Ideally, yeah, cinematic release. Come on, Fabian. You got 12. I'm thinking. Oh, Jesus Christ. I gave him Josh Bootsman. No one's helping me. Yeah, well, yet. he did leave some fucking shockers on the table. Oh, yeah, but I haven't won one yet, and something's got to give at some point. No, That's I haven't true. fucking It's ridiculous. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves movies. He's been in a lot of movies, man. You got to give me one. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. I've got to get I to 24. I just did. What did you say? <laughs> I you just said he's been in a lot of movies. 
Hey, you said he's been in a lot of movies. I said, I haven't won one of these before. Mm. Don't know that it's very fair and something's got to give. Something's got to give? <laughs> 13. I'm not sure if you'll get there, to be honest. No, it's not possible. He's got 11 to go and there's... I actually did a bit of homework on this one, thinking this question was coming. Yeah, he's, I don't think he's going to get there. I've got four ones. Like, I, looked through, I looked through the list today and uh, I just didn't know that he was in a lot of them. You need 11 and I don't more. know the full name of the Dracula movie, so I, uh, I wouldn't have committed to that one. <laughs> um, no, nah, I think he cooked, mate. I think he's Stop c- looking at it on the internet, you no, dickhead. I'm not looking at it on the internet. What are you looking at, Ben? He's sitting there scrolling <laughs> on a browser. Honest, honest Check it, Timbo. Nah, I'm done. No, I trust him. You cooked? I'm done. You cooked, okay. Right. Can, for the, I, can for I give the, you four? For the 16 points, Timbo, what do you got? 47 Ronan. Yes. Constantine. Yes. Destination Wedding. And yeah. Parenthood. Yeah, Parenthood. I was hoping someone would say Parenthood. Parenthood, great movie. That is a great film. Record our love. <laughs> <laughs> so by a score... And of- I was going to say, can I get Rush Rush by uh, Paula Abdul... He was in the that, music that video, video good, clip. Good, good track and good video. Great, um, great song. So, by a score of forty-two to three. Ooh, <sighs> Jesus Christ! Oh, least you scored. Oh, that's least savage. You scored. That's savage by Tim. He's back. <laughs> what do you say? We reckon we go with Sean's quiz next week, Timbo. Yeah, I like Sean's quiz. <laughs> Fabian's making a power play for Sean's quiz. Like you made a power play for Tim's quiz. Well, Tim's quiz. In fairness, Tim's quiz had run for about twenty-five weeks. It had a good run. Ran for more, more weeks than we have episodes. Well, we got fifty-two. Bit of exaggeration. Never hurt anybody. We got fifty-two episodes. Yeah, but I wasn't doing it last season. Yeah, but your quiz was, I reckon, twenty. I reckon I did sixteen. Yeah, well, still had a good run. Had a good run. How do you feel about that, Fab? Whatever. Mm. You're not happy with that? It's salty. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Sean's passed the baton. <laughs> I think it does actually. <coughs> no one likes losing. Including Carlton fans, despite what Fab and the, be- the Beverly Hills under eleven dreads. Twitter rant about it. Though. Fab will have we're you. We're not going to take it anymore. Fab will have you believe Twisted that, sister uh, style. That we we oh, me personally, what, I love what losing. What banging track are you playing at the end of this podcast? I told him what he was going to play at the end of this track last week. Now he'll play fucking technotronic. We're playing John Wick track. No, I played that before. Go, what is this shit? I've already played that once. Play banging eighties music. People love that. Play it. End us on a high. Iconoclasm in the Goodwood. <laughs> Play whatever the fuck I want. You done, Fab? You Race done. seven, number ten. Iconoclasm. Oh, what is this? Oh, is this cash for Crohn's? We actually no, no, look, we've, seriously. We're going to end up one win. We're going to end up owing Crohn's money. I'm just going to donate. You just donate money to them. Money to them. Don't even bother with the. the Simbo, we may need to record Wednesday night next week too. Because I'm doing the 60k coast trek for the Fred Hollows Foundation, which we will be donating to. Thank you. That's what I was leading up to. Okay, you're unemployed, so we'll we'll let you pass. <laughs> you can right. donate Doritos. <laughs> yeah, might have. They're not even his. No, they're not. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. That's for me, Sean of Sean's Quiz. Thank you very much for listening, um, Fabian, loser of Sean's Quiz. Thank you. See you, mate. Timbo, winner of Sean's Quiz. Always a pleasure, Sean. It certainly is. Mm. We'll get you next week. Ta-da. Toodles. Go Blues. Nobody tells DJ Request what to play. Nothing tell you what to play. They lose respect for you. 
They lose respect for you, you lose control. Not today. All right.
fucking just start recording. This bearded cunt won't just fucking say hello and welcome. Well, that's, that's a bit full on. Leave my beard alone, he says. Like, Jesus. <laughs> he hasn't been terribly supportive of late. Tell you what. He's angry. He's angry. Angry. He's changed a little bit since his heart attack, actually. It has. If anything, it's actually... Oh, I thought it would mellow him. It's actually made him more aggressive. It's made him edgy. <laughs> Whatever. I thought he... I, thought, I really thought he'd... I fucking thought he'd mellow out. But you, he's just... You, you press and record? No. You need to calm down. You need to calm down and you need to be in a good headspace. Oh. Even the fucking watch knows you need to calm down. You need to relax because you're aggressive and that doesn't make for a good record. Kick off. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me you're typing that. Good.